Okay, welcome back everybody to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. Happy to be here. We have a special interview conversation today in kind of two ways. I have a guest intro host in just a second, but before her, um, on today's podcast is Olivia Barr for the second time to talk about a book that has been mentioned many times on this podcast, Enough by Sharon James. I think, is it Sharon and Shannon? Shoot. I think it's Shannon James. You don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I can't <laughs> but anyway, you'll find out on the podcast. But before we get to that, Sue Warson stepping in as my intro co-host. How are you today, Sue? I am great. How are you, Sammy? I'm wonderful. Um. Wait, so where's your real podcast yeah, co-host? Yeah, maybe we should say Pastor Josh was out of the office this week. I think he had like a study, a study week or something like that. So he's still working, just not here. Just working on the beach? Yeah, probably. No, no, no. We don't bad talk Pastor Josh on the podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, that's where he is. So thanks for taking time today, Sue, I'm, to come chat. I'm happy to be here. How we just had Memorial Day weekend. How was yours? My Memorial Day weekend was great. Um, I went with my husband, my daughter, and my three grandchildren to visit my other daughter in Chicago. And it Fun. was it was wonderful. We had one slight mishap. Oh, let, let's dig into that. What happened? Well, we stayed in an Airbnb and we were on the 11th floor. And the first day we were there, we were going to go visit my other daughter airbnb that was like what kind of airbnb was it it's like an apartment building but they have two floors that you can rent out either as a hotel or like they have suites or actual whole apartments oh cool i will give you the address it was perfect it was one block from love it everything love it so the first day we were there we got on the elevator to go down to go visit our my other daughter and we were on for a couple minutes and the elevator made a bit of a jerk (gasps) And then it stalled. Oh, no. And uh, one thing I discovered is cell phones do not work on elevators. So you have to call the number, the emergency number on the side of the elevator. But when you call them, they keep saying, I'm sorry, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Oh, my goodness. So let me just ask, have you ever been trapped in an elevator for 45 minutes (gasps) with three adults two one-year-olds and a five-year-old? I cannot say I have. (laughs) Luckily, there was also a gentleman named Omar on the elevator. He was an Uber Eats deliver. Oh, no. Who, obviously, his order got delayed. He probably didn't get a good tip for that. But he did have a bunch of bananas with him. (laughs) And he gave all the kids a banana. How sweet. And eventually help did arrive. But the problem was the elevator had stalled between floors. So we had a five foot jump to get out of the Stop. elevator. Stop. It's true. What? So first, all of us had jumped. One year olds had to jump five. We well. had we had one of us stayed up there and handed the one year olds and the five year old and the stroller. And um, well, not Omar. He got himself out. But yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I always hear of people like having like a fear of elevators and I'm like, they're fine. They're not that bad. But like stuff like that can happen. (laughs) I think I may be scarred for life. I would be taking the stairs for a while if that happened to me. Did you take the elevator again? Yeah, because when you have three little kids, 11 floors is kind of a lot. That is a lot. That's fair. That's crazy. I know. But I've learned now you want to be careful when you go on an elevator. Always have food, drinks and Yeah, I guess. Good call. How was your weekend? 
it was great. It was just lovely out. My family has that place in Holland, you know? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time out there. I think I spent the whole weekend out there, actually. And it was just so fun. We They put the boat in on Friday, so we took the boat for a little ride. So that was fun. The water's very cold still, I heard, though. I heard that. It's very cold. I put my feet in, and that was enough. Like, almost unsafe, I believe. Probably. We, like... I was, like, joking about jumping in, but I just put my feet in. <laughs> but it was very fun. I'm trying to think. I played a lot of pickleball this weekend. Um, road. My parents have these, like, electric bikes yeah. that are very fun. They're not, like, a throttle one. It's, like, you pedal, and it kind of zooms you forward faster. So we took a lot of bike rides. It was just lovely. Very chill. Was it crazy out there? I mean, because um, the weather was perfect. It was perfect. A couple of the days it wasn't too bad, but I think Monday was like the hottest and that's when it was really busy because my parents' trailer cottage thing is half a mile from Holland State Park. Right. And that's like the only road you can get to the beach. So mm-hmm. it gets really backed up. Like it backs up for like at least a mile or two sometime. Maybe not two miles, but like at least a mile. Like you oh. you can be waiting in that line for like 45 minutes. And those people are waiting to get in the park? Into the beach, yeah. But they can't get in until somebody leaves, right? Yeah, sometimes. Well, and you, like, have to make sure that your pass, like, you have a pass to get in or you have to pay to get in. Like, it takes a while to get in. And then if you there's not a spot, there is, like, a sign a ways back that says, like, parking full or parking limited. But still people, like, there's only so many places you can turn around. But then for us, like, I always want to get out there early so I don't have to sit in that line. Mm-hmm. Because then once I'm there for the day, I don't leave. But it's great. It was a great weekend. I think that's all we have to talk about. Let's get to Olivia. Let's do that. Great. I'm excited to hear what Olivia has to say. Me too, even though I already... Welcome to Ice Coffee Time with Olivia and Sam. Oh, yeah. Did you like that little icy noise? That was kind of fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> we are having too much fun in studio today. But Olivia Barr is back in office. Office? Studio, studio with me today how are you, you today i'm doing wonderful sammy how are you wonderful it's a little doomy gloomy outside today yeah i forgot my umbrella in my dorm and so when i went back from class i got oh, soaked no. and i had a white sweatshirt on oh so it no. was like absolutely see-through that's the worst it was a little sad but yeah, whatever a little bit of a bummer but it's kind of warm still yeah so my hair is turning into a fro <laughs> yeah she says <laughs> That's okay, though. Your hair looks good. You just got it done. Yeah. Yay, Sammy's sister. Shout out to Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> we said that the same way. Um, But we have you in today because you've already been on the podcast before. Yep. So we're not doing the like, little get to know you time. We've yep. done that. Been there. Done that. We know who you are. You can go listen to it. Yeah. Go listen <laughs> to hers if you don't know who she is. We talked about her singing, her family, college, youth group experience, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Lots of fun things. But... In your interview, you mentioned a book that we did. Yep. And I believe when Pastor Josh interviewed me, I also mentioned this book. And someone else, we can't remember who, either Kira or Ellie. Sorry, which one of you mentioned it? We don't remember. I, we think it was Ellie. We, if it was Kira. Yeah, because Kira sorry. said Jenny. <laughs> I think you're right. It was Ellie. That's okay. You can sing on this podcast. That is <laughs> no, fine. No, it was not a singing. It was a... It, you can be goofy on this podcast. That's totally fine. <laughs> um, But we're going to kind of recap this book a little bit tell you some highlights that we liked and why we think it's important i would say that this conversation is specifically for young women or women in general 
Sorry, guys, it doesn't connect to you as much, but you're welcome to listen. But it's more aimed toward women. Yes. Okay. So this book is titled Enough by Sharon Janes. Is that how you say her last name, you think? I think so. I think it's Janes. Okay. Sharon Janes and the, like, what is it called when there's, like, a second title? Subtitle? Subtitle. Is, got it. It's okay. Thank you. I've been struggling with talking a little bit today, but I'm going to try to make it through. Okay. So the subtitle of the book is Silencing the Lies That Steal Your Confidence. And we did this book back in 2019. Yeah. Which feels like a long time ago now. It's not really, but kind of. I just kind of picked it. It looked good. The description of it looked good. There was good <clears throat> reviews. And the girls ended up really enjoying this book and I feel like really connecting with this book. Yes. Would you agree? I would. Yes. I liked it a lot. It's my favorite one. Yes, it's very good. I feel like it's very impactful and it's good. She gives good things to go back and reread. Yeah. So even if, like, I was at a very different point in life when I read it the first time. So looking at it now, it might connect in a different way. Yeah. It seems sure. pretty timeless. Would you agree? Great. So, the book is kind of in two parts. Part one is the battle for your thought life, and part two is the lies women tell themselves. So, I've been re-listening to, like, the first half of the book, and she kind of talks about how we need to recognize the lies we tell ourselves, reject that lie, and replace the lie. Yeah. It's kind of, like, the overall theme of the book. Is that ringing some bells? So, I'm just going to quick read through these part two chapter titles to kind of refresh us. Does that sound okay? Sounds good to me. Sip your coffee. Um, But here are the chapter titles. I'm not good enough. I'm worthless. I'm such a failure. I'm so ugly. I would be happy if I can't forgive myself. I can't forgive the person who hurt me. I can't help myself. My life is hopeless and God doesn't really love me. So these are all very depressing titles. Yes. If you think about it. But would you say that a lot of women struggle with these thoughts oh yeah me and like every other person i've ever met (laughs) yes lots of girls struggle with these things and maybe not all of them yeah but some of them at some point i think a lot of women have these thoughts even if it's just once yep um so i really liked how she just like put it out there and said people struggle with these things let's talk about it Mm -hmm. and let's give you strict scripture to replace those lies with Helps people th- know that, like, they're not the only person that feels that way. Yeah. I think that's an issue for a lot of girls anyways. Sorry. Tip your mic oh, toward you a little bit. my bad. You're good. <laughs> they, they think that they're the only person that experiences that. So it's yeah. nice for them to be able to read, like, that it's normal for all. Well, it's not a good thing that it's normal. But mm-hmm. everybody thinks these things about yeah. themselves. And it's helpful to have people to keep you accountable to not be thinking those things about yourself and... So I talked to Pastor Josh about this book as well because he thought it was interesting how many people mentioned this book in their interviews. So he also read it. And something he noticed in the book was... Oh my goodness, where is it? So a lot of these things in this book is a lot about your head. Like, recognize a lie, a head thing. Yeah. Reject a lie, a head thing. And replace it as a head thing. But a lot of times for things to stick, you need community. So he emphasize the importance of us reading it together and how we could help keep each other accountable because talking about these things out loud with other people you're realizing that these things are true for multiple people and you can keep it keep yourselves accountable for that because there are maybe some things in this book that 
you, Olivia Barr, struggled with that was different than some of the other girls mm. in the study. Even in, like, the same chapter or, like, the same, like, why, you know? Yeah. We would have all thought, oh, golly, I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all, like, have that same thought, but it would be in different parts of our lives. Like, we wouldn't all have the same it's kind of struggles, mm-hmm. but we have the same, like, base yes. of that struggle, I guess. I don't know. Kind yes. of hard to explain, but. That's okay. That makes sense. Um, As I was re-listening to the book, a couple things stood out to me that I think would be fun for us to talk about. Not super fun, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Something I thought that she described very well was if you're having a hard time being able to tell if something's a truth or a lie, something you should say behind the thing you're thinking to yourself, like, I'm so ugly. And saying in Jesus' name after it. Yeah. And I remember us all just like laughing about that because you're like, that's so silly to talk like that. But it makes sense because if I were to say I'm a failure in Jesus' name, that doesn't make sense. No. And that makes it, you realize that that's not the truth. And then she gave another practical example of like, um, somehow you did something wrong, but you had the capability to make it right in Jesus' name or something like that where you can acknowledge that you did do something wrong and that you are feeling this way but put that positive spin on it to make it better yeah does that make sense and adding in jesus name so i I remember for a long time this was good that i reread that because i was like oh i should start doing that again i remember for months after reading this book still remembering to tell myself that when i had those negative thoughts do you remember that at all do you have any experience with that with those kind of lines, did that stick yeah, out to no, you? Yeah, no, that definitely was one thing I think I put a bunch of stars next to in mind. Yeah. Because that makes it so much easier, at least for me, to stop having those thoughts. Because I'm, I constantly, every, like, five minutes, I'm like, ugh, yeah. you're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that helps almost you stop having those thoughts because you're like, that's not the reality of who Jesus says I am. Yeah. Very encouraging. I thought that was a good reminder. I was listening to the book while I was driving. And I was like, ooh. I said, ooh, out loud. Because <laughs> I was like, I remember that. Um, something else that I liked how she described it was um, that I feel like people don't talk about a lot with your when you're telling yourself a lie. Um, how did she describe it? She was saying something along the lines of, Satan is so good at making it sound like your own thoughts. Yeah. When it's him. So rather than saying, like, you, or he does say that. Wait. Let me think a second. He says it in, like, first person for yourself. So, like, I am. Yeah, I am. Or you are, like, about yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's not like it sounds like someone else it sounds like your own thoughts and then you have to realize that oh these probably aren't my own thoughts satan is trying to make me doubt myself or doubt god or feel bad about myself when mm-hmm. that's not how jesus wants us to be thinking or feeling does that make sense yeah great um so i really liked how she talked about that let me look at what else i have on my notes um if you think back to when we were reading it was there anything like Super specific that jumped out to you that you remember about the book. I think I was just a big fan of how she, like, her process on how you get rid of those. Mm-hmm. Just, like, acknowledging that that, that those are the yeah. thoughts and putting them out there. Mm-hmm. And not being afraid to be like, hey, I'm really self-loathing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because um, in order to just 
put it out there, it makes it a lot easier to break it down mm-hmm. because the longer you hide it, it's it just kind of festers and it grows. Yeah. But when you get it out there and you, or it's even better if you have someone you can talk to about it. Mm-hmm. That's why it was so nice when we did it in a group mm-hmm. because we all felt comfortable to share that type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, like acknowledging that it's out there and acknowledging that it's a lie and that it's not the truth and mm-hmm. then breaking that away. Mm-hmm. So I just liked the process she gave you. Yeah. To kind of I think it was it. very practical. Yeah. And it made a lot of sense how you have to, like you're not going to forget about the lies if you don't acknowledge that they're there. Like yeah. you first have to, I like that that was the first step. Like you have to recognize that that's a lie. Otherwise, if you're just like, think better about yourself, think positively, but you don't have anything specific to yeah. get rid of to replace it with some positive truth, mm-hmm. I think that was a very important, like, clarification that she made. Yeah, you can tell people to be positive all day long, but if you don't give them, yeah, like, a good thing to stay positive or why they should be positive yeah. or what's going on that's making them not positive, yeah, then that's not really going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I liked about this book is that it seemed... Like, you could read this book no matter what you're going through. If you were going through something really hard, like, I know personally for me, I joked about this before we started (laughs) recording, but at the time I was going through somewhat of a breakup and I was, that's the context I read this book in because I was, like, hurt by what happened and didn't understand and wanted clarity, but I was thinking a lot of these thoughts about myself, but Mm -hmm. then she gave me truth to replace them with, which was super helpful. So even though mine was, like, I was going through a hard time. Some of you girls weren't necessarily going through a hard time, but you still could relate to the book. Yeah. And it still gave you the tools to, if something in life does happen, you have these tools to help lean on God to remember who you are rather than just falling into like a depression or anxiety and stuff like that. So I thought that was very cool and helpful to hear other people's stories and perspectives because she did a lot of personal stories in this book, whether they were hers or people she heard. And they all, like, went through a lot. But the one I was listening to this morning, she was talking about a Bible study where these ladies were all talking about, like, bad things that have happened to them and all these things in their life. And one of the ladies in the group, like, broke down in tears and was like, you've all been through such terrible things. Like, I've had a great life. I have nothing to complain about. Like, I, And she felt bad about that. Yeah. And they all reassured her that, like, that's not bad. That's yeah. not a problem that you haven't these truths still apply to you and like the hard things in your life are still hard things and you can still apply the truth about how you're not ugly you're not worthless you're not a failure things like that so I thought that was really cool it applies to all people yeah and I wasn't going through like a breakup or anything obviously during that but I was going through a really big friend change that's when I switched to like a different friend group Mm -hmm. and so I felt I kind of read it through that perspective mm-hmm. just because I was almost feeling a little lonely without having like girlfriends around yeah and so I was like switching into a new group mm-hmm. and that type of thing so I definitely read it through that perspective that was probably different than how you felt about it but like yeah super impactful yeah so impactful yeah so. absolutely okay now that we've kind of <clears throat> described the book to you, introduced it a little bit. Olivia and I are both going to read a couple quotes that we really enjoyed from this book and just kind of mm-hmm. discuss it. And it might be encouraging or insightful or helpful in some shape or form. So yeah. go ahead, Olivia, read your first quote. Okay. Mine is a little bit of a long one. That's okay. Um, it says, you and I are nothing more than gloves, powerless on our own, yet powerful when filled with the spirit. The glove can't do anything if it's merely near the hand. It must be filled with the hand, controlled by the hand, and it is the same for us. Mm. We have the power to do everything God has called 
God called for us to do when we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, I just kind of like that one because yeah. I kind of I'm very much independent. I don't like to ask for help. Yeah, I like to do it on my own. So it's a good reminder that I can't do everything on my own, yes. and that I shouldn't be trying to. Yeah, because there's a person, or he's not a person, but like there's yes. someone who yes. can who can help and that yeah. can like give me what I need. Yeah, because Absolutely. I'm not gonna find what I need on my own mm-hmm. or of this earth. Like, yeah, I need him. Yes, for sure. So. I like that too because it puts like the power back on God. Yeah, because like if you read a lot of these like christian books they're not uh, bad in any sense but yeah. they're kind of like feel good like yeah um pick yourself up and like you can put yourself first there's a yes. lot of things that like the world is telling right you now. like yeah. be a self-starter and all this stuff but like she emphasized the importance of trusting god through this process and leaning into the holy spirit's guidance and stuff like that rather than yeah. you go girl you fix yourself it's like let god help you yeah fix your you're not called life. to be alone yeah like, God made man and then he made woman because he wanted them to be companions. Yes, community. Like, yeah, we need people and we need yeah. each other and we need God. Yeah. So, I like that one. Yeah, absolutely. My Good one. other one. It. Where is it? No. Is that one mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, We're sharing the book right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, this one's a lot sh- uh shorter it says a saint is not someone who is good but who experiences the goodness of god Mm. i liked that one because i feel like um i mean for me at least i'm like i am no saint yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't it says that we'll be like saints in heaven that type of thing but Mm -hmm. i just i'm like i'm not good enough for that you know what i mean so it's it's good to I don't know what I'm trying to say. You might have to cut this part out. No, it's okay. I remember when I worked at Grace Adventures, um, the president of the camp would always say, like, we're sinners saved by grace. Mm-hmm. But you don't always want to think of yes, we're sinners and we sin. But we were reading another book that said something more along the lines, We're saints who sin. Yeah. Because in God's eyes we're saints when mm-hmm. we're saved and children of God except Jesus. All that stuff. Maybe we should cut this part out. But yeah. you get what I'm saying. Rather than viewing yourself in the negative, view yourself in the yeah. positive. Even though we do sin, God sees us in a different light. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll listen to it and see if it makes sense. Um, okay. So I had a couple quotes as well. In the chapter, I'm not good enough, she lists off a few people from the Bible. So I'm going to read that. She said... Jacob was a liar, Moses was a stutterer, David was an adulterer, Rahab was a prostitute, Esther was an orphan, and Balaam's donkey was, well, a donkey, (laughs) which I thought was funny. (laughs) And yet God used each one of them to further his kingdom. You're in good company. See, God doesn't call us to be particularly gifted or talented. He uses us because we are obedient and dependent on him. He doesn't call us, he doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called, which I think is very powerful because I know a lot of times... For me personally, in this role, sometimes I don't always feel equipped. I'm like, I'm young. I have more camp experience, all this stuff. Yeah. I don't, I didn't have much church experience before taking this job other than like going to church and youth group and stuff like that. So a lot of times I'm like, I feel underqualified. But then if you look in the Bible, it's all underqualified people, yeah. all people who doubted God, all people who had these things. Most of the time I like to 
connect with uh, Moses because his little stutter, I feel like I'm not always the most eloquent <laughs> spoken. <laughs> so it's <clears throat> encouraging to see that God doesn't care what your past is. Like he can still yeah. use you. Like if you look at Saul, Saul. the Paul. I was just going to say Saul. Yes. Yeah. And he was a terrible person before, but then he went and wrote multiple books of the Bible and one was, is one of the greatest missionaries of all time. Yeah. So you just have to rely on the truth of who God says you are rather than saying like, like Jacob could just be like, oh, I'm a liar and live in that truth when that's not yeah, who he is. It also helps with like how much we judge other people mm-hmm. because I mean, I find myself doing it. I know other people do it too, but like I, I'm, I'm obviously make so many mistakes and I'm in no way an amazing Christian and all of this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, but I still find myself comparing myself to other people and being like, well, I don't do that. You yeah. Know? So but I think that kind of helps a lot with being like everybody has a different past and mm-hmm. it's not my place to put judgment on anybody else. Yeah. Like we all. Yeah. You never know what God has in store for exactly. those people too. Yeah. He has things in store for us, but he also has things in store for other people. Yeah. So that's a good way to think about it. Very insightful, Olivia. Thank you, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other quote I have I wrote yikes next to it. So we'll see what I thought of at the time, I guess. At the top of this one, well, this is from the chapter I'm Worthless. And at the top of it, there's like a circle with a dot in the middle. And I think this quote describes that. So it says, that little tiny dot represents the person or the persons who have hurt you intentionally or unintentionally. The person or persons you've allowed to make you feel worthless. Why in the world do we look at that circle and only see the dot? Why don't we see the space? So it's like a big circle with a tiny I dot in the middle. I remember this. Yeah? That was good. Why does why do you say that? I just like those it stuck in my brain for a while. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my word, I put so much emphasis on like this one thing that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I just can't get over it. And yeah. it's so small in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, why do I care so much? Yeah. It really doesn't deserve like all our time and energy when yeah. there's so many other like if you look at the big empty space, that's like all the good things in our life and the positive yeah. people and the encouraging things, but we choose to focus on the one little thing that yeah. hurt us, even if it feels big at the time. You yep. need to take it's that like, step back. It's like when you have a really good memory, but then you don't ever remember it as good as when you really embarrass yourself in front of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> that always sticks. Yeah, that sticks. Yes, all these fun things happen, but you're like, but I ripped my pants. <laughs> and that's all you remember. Exactly. Yes. I don't know why is. our brains are like that. Just a but dot in the space, man. Yes. Just remember all the funny things, yep. all the good things. You need to focus on those. So I think that's probably why I underlined this, that it's just like take a step back, Samantha. Yeah. Realize all the good that you have and be like, yep, that happened. It hurt. Let me process that. Mm-hmm. But let's move on from that and focus on all the good things that God has blessed me with. Yeah. I think that's very good. Those are just four quotes from a very well it's not a huge book but it's pretty it's a decent sized book book. so if anyone is interested in reading more this kind of gives you a little commercial of what the book is like audiobook yes there is an audiobook so you can listen to it it's easy to listen to in your car Uh she even i was listening to it today she like changes her voice to like if someone else was talking like a man was talking she like lowers her voice (laughs) and i'm like this is the best (laughs) she's very into it while she's reading so it's an easy listen. Any last thoughts on your thought life, the importance of it? I don't know. I just, that was one that really helped me in high school. Yeah. Because high school, I I mean, I care less about it. Or, I mean, 
I'm less self hating, I guess, than yeah. I was in high school. <laughs> That's good. Which is good. And I think that really helps. Like yeah. it just helped me take a step back and realize that why why would I ever think so terribly about something that God created? Like yeah. I don't think that about other people. I'm never yeah. like, oh my word, you're so ugly. Nobody yeah. likes you. Yeah. Like I've never thought that about somebody, yeah. but I'm so good at thinking about that to myself. Yeah. And so I think that's another thing is like God created me mm-hmm. and he would not make something that he didn't think was perfect and beautiful yep. and like yep. that he wanted. Absolutely. So. I think that's a great way of putting it too. Like most of the time we aren't thinking about other people in a negative light, but yeah. we're so hard on ourselves. Yep. And I think that was like the heart of this book was like, we love everyone around us. Why can't we love ourselves mm-hmm. too? So I think that's very important. And I agree. High school girls would probably connect with this quite a bit yeah. in young adult girls but even if you like work with those age groups this might be good to kind of yeah and a lot of the life. stories in that anyways aren't even about younger girls it's Mm-mm. about older women so yeah. even if you're not in high school or you're like way past that yes. still a good book to read yes really we would good. highly recommend well olivia thank you for taking time out of your busy college schedule it's okay thank you thank you it for was fun coming to chat with me this was very fun and I yeah. hope it's encouraging for other people. Yes. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And you have a great rest of your day, you Olivia. You too, Sammy. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.